Madame Pompomousse and Her Incredible Edibles, Chapter 4. Monsieur Lard made his way along the riverbank, turning left down the winding alleys that were hot and dusty in the morning sun, and came through the doorway into the dim, candlelit gloom. Instantly, his nose was met by the scent of herbs and sweet spices, and the deep, musty tang of old cheese. He wrinkled his nose. Something in the smell made him uneasy. There was a small brass bell on the counter, which he hit once and then again, as it appeared to make no sound. He drummed his fingers impatiently, casting his eyes around, when there was a sudden, fearsome screech, and something leapt up out of the dark. Lard stumbled back, nearly falling over in fright. It was a cat, a thin white cat with a patch across one eye. It sprang down onto the counter where it scowled and bared its fangs. Mangy brute, Lard grumbled. And then, from out of the shadows, appeared a woman dressed in black. May I help you, monsieur? said Madame Pompomousse. Lard felt distinctly uncomfortable. The two of them had caught him completely off guard, and there was something in her voice that he didn't like either. It sounded as if she knew what he was up to. Ah, madame, said Lard, grinning greasily. Yesterday my niece came in here to buy some pâté. Of course you will not remember. I remember, she said. Ah, well, in that case, I'm sorry to inform you she made a mistake. Um, foolishly, she only brought, bought the one jar, while I had instructed her to buy ten. That's a lot of pâté, monsieur, said Madame Pompomousse. <laughs> yes, he chuckled, rubbing his hands. My dear little mother is coming to dinner tonight. She's a small woman, but she has a big appetite. Alas, monsieur, I'm afraid it is impossible. Well, very little is impossible where money is concerned, madame. I I'm, I'm sure we could come to an agreeable price. <laughs> Perhaps you did not read the label, said Madame Pompomousse. Sea serpents of the North Atlantic are something of a rarity. The last one is, I gather, currently somewhere in the fresh waters of Scotland. Your niece had my last jar. But perhaps I could interest Monsieur in something else. Large felt a rage so powerful he had to control it by smiling even wider. You obviously take me for a fool, madame, <laughs> he said, laughing dangerously. Someone you can fob off with any old rubbish. I assure you, nothing in this shop is rubbish, said Madame Pompomousse coolly. The cat hissed and arched its back. Monsieur Lard licked his fingers and then proceeded to count banknotes from his wallet. I am interested only in the best, madame. You understand? The very best you've got. The best, monsieur, she said, raising an eyebrow. Lard felt sweat break out on his forehead. Very well, she said. If that is what you wish, try this. And in one swift motion, she reached below the counter and brought up a tiny jar. It was no bigger than 
than an egg cup, sealed in wax with a rough yellow paper label. Lard took the jar suspiciously. It appeared to contain a kind of paste. Yes, that was it. But in the candlelight, it changed colour. From one side it glowed a deep golden red, the colour of flames, and from another soft lavender purple. And from another angle it appeared to, sh to shift to aquamarine and then to sapphire blue. But what is this? I can't read the label. It, it looks like... what? The label's blank, madame. That's because it has no name, she said. No name? <laughs> and no ingredients either? The ingredients are a secret, monsieur, she said. However, I can assure you it will not disappoint. Monsieur Lard wiped his brow. His prize was now so near, if only he could manage to control himself. His composure was not helped by the cat, which was making a low growling sound beside him. Oh, but the jar is so small. If it is as good as you say, perhaps you could sell me, I'd, oh, I don't know, a, a hundred jars? Your mother must be very hungry, monsieur. Lard broke out into hysterical laughter. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, my idea of a joke, madame. But madame Pompelmousse did not smile. The one jar is all I have at present. It is a feature of this particular delicacy that it cannot be cooked to order. Any attempt to do so would severely impair its flavour. However, a little goes a long way and you will find more than enough there to feed a table of a hundred. I think that should be enough, Monsieur, for your guest. Lard bowed his head. Oh, you are too kind, Madame. Uh, yes, certainly one jar will suffice. Now, uh, we have not discussed a price. Hurriedly, he began putting the money back into his wallet. Presumably, <laughs> as it is so small, the price will be small as well. Pay me nothing, she said, until you have tried it. Then, tomorrow, come and give me whatever you think it's worth. But, on one condition, you must serve it simply, as simply as possible, with nothing more than a good wine and good bread. And now, she clapped her hands, if that is all, good day, monsieur. And the next instant... She was gone, vanishing into the darkness. <laughs>